Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Have A Day Off podcast. Christ, that's two months it's been going, boys. Two months. Yeah, two months strong, man. Two months. Exactly, big up two months, man. We're going to do something special for the two months, or is it not on not a serious anniversary? In, in, in a way, every episode's special, mate. So, and you know, what, what, a, what a, you know, perfect time. It's International Women's Day, and we've got such a massive female fan base that, you know, the the two two month anniversary of the Have a Day Off podcast. Shout out to all my lovely hey. ladies listening. To shout this. out to all the women out there. Shout out to everyone's mother. My mum got vaccinated last week. Big up her. Shout big out. up, big up, big up. Yeah, Massive. Yeah, right. How's everyone's week been? Yep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll kick it off. Um, yeah, it's it's not been too bad. Just been. I mean, it's the same story every week. Been working. Uh, bit of overtime hoping that Lockie D will end as we've spoken about in depth uh, on last week's podcast go check out if you haven't already um, but yeah it's, it's been cool been cool been trying to been trying to keep up with my training I've been um I've taken a couple of days off <laughs> no pun intended if you know the uh, name of the podcast but um yeah man you it's been it, good I've, I've, I've been eating just like a little bit more because I, I really don't care about cutting anymore I just want to feel good so yeah I'm, I'm having a nice time man ordered way too many clothes but I'm doing overtime to make up for it, so it's all good. Oh, you're fine then. Banging. What about you, Tom? What have you been up to, mate? Honestly, bro, fuck all. Fuck all. Just doing assignments, <laughs> sitting on my ass. You know, I took a week off from training because my foot is fucked. Um, but, I mean, shit. I've just been looking at myself in a damn mirror. Um, boosting my ego and shit like that. Um, but, f- fuck all. I mean, it's the, it's the, it'd be the same shit every week. Like Alf said, I'll, I'll just be sitting here, waiting, just waiting for lockdown to finish, man. I just want to go outside of my house and see people. The thing is, though, like, on, on a real... interaction. Yeah, that's the thing. And on a real, like, most people now, like, most people are meeting, like, now. That's the thing. Like, obviously, like, you know, we we personally, as a, as a three, we don't break any government rules. We're law-abiding citizens. Yeah. But a lot of people out there, you know, aren't really doing the same. And I think by, like, April... People are just going to be vibing with each other, you know, and not really worried about the rules too much, which is, you know, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, school's open today, so, so in- inshallah, oh, yeah, shit. everything stays stays down. Uh, you know, great great day for one member of the royal family with Prince Andrew. The school's being open, so, yeah, allegedly. Um, allegedly, <laughs> yep, that's fine now. Well done. Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah. You know um, sorry, I just cut you off. I was going to say my week, Tom. Um... Oh, yes, I've yes, spent sorry. a lot of time looking in the mirror at myself for absolutely no reason. I don't really know why. Sounds well, like I'm, sexy. I was gonna say it sounds like being really vain, but I got a haircut right no, earlier this sexy. week. Oh, oh. oh, what's happened? Something's happened. It's all gone wrong. It's all gone wrong. No. Well, haircuts, Michael. Yeah, right. I'm assuming that's from one of your housemates. It is, mate. Yeah, of course it is. Um, yeah. I got a lovely haircut, and I've just been not not looking at myself in the mirror. But whenever I go past the mirror, I look at myself, and I, you know, look at myself, go, oh, you know, keep going. Uh, what a self-centered twat! Sorry, oh, Jesus Christ. Nah, I mean West Ham just gone two 0 up. Um, big shagging Craig Dawson. I mean, they're they're a great team, aren't they? Fucking um, hell, Craig Dawson for Lion. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Shout out to West Ham, Jake, for in front of the podcast. Uh, that's your name now, apparently. You're having a great time, mate. 
But yeah, nah. I mean, I've been looking myself in the mirror too, but I haven't been liking it. I've been like, damn. The only good, the only place for good lighting in my house is the bathroom. And my stepdad's doing, the, trying to fix the bathroom and shit. Oh, I'm going to put a new toilet in. Yeah, boring. The bar, the, 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 the mirror's down. So I'm over there going in there like, oh yeah, the lighting's good. And I I'm swear. just looking at a wall. I'm like, what's this? I swear I took a mirror down in your house once by accident when I was wankered. Uh, yes, you did. Huh? And you also put a hole in the wall. What? Yeah, you put a hole in the, you somehow, you must have fallen on it, like, um, because it was on a hook. You just dragged it down, put a hole in the wall. When, when you were what? Oh my god. What did you say? Did I Drunk. actually? No. Oh, oh, oh. No, it's alright, we've covered it up. Oh, shit. But, um, great times. That was the lasagna, that was lasagna gate. Um, not the one in 2006, the, uh, uh one in 2019. I just came out the toilet <laughs> and your mum was like, I think the mirror's fallen off or something, and I was just, just sat there, just like, oh. No, you didn't notice. <laughs> No, I know, this is how I found out about it. I didn't realise I'd knocked anything off the wall, and it must have been your mum that said, the mirror's come off. So, have you ever broken something in uh, someone else's house before? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I'll buck off someone's back. No, um, um... Nah, man, like, you know, you break some lights, you decide to do... You think you, you know, you think you're, um... Uh, who's, who's someone who did... Uh, Gareth Bale in the Champions League final, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Um, oh, damn. So, you know, I don't know how I reached it, to be honest. I'm short as fuck. I don't know how I'm, my leg managed to get up there. But shit, man. Um, yeah, that was fun. Uh, we don't speak anymore either. So, yeah. Oh, I lost a if you're listening, uh, Tom's sorry. And, you know, we welcome on the podcast anytime, whoever you and are. And I'll fucking I mean, do it again. Okay. okay. I don't uh, think you're sorry, <laughs> but I could be wrong. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, man. What so what what sort of stuff has everyone been like watching on like YouTube or listening to podcast wise you know apart from this one obviously because um, like you know we, we all like our content creators out there what's what's everyone's favorite like go to like you know stuff at the moment oh mate FIFA wise uh, I'm a massive FIFA fan me in case nobody knew like I played You've been banging it this much. year yeah I, I play the game too much Packed what's your, what's your best weekend league record, Mike? Oh, mate, FIFA 19. Let when I was know. when I was in my prime, FIFA 19. At one point, I was 20 and two, Oof. and then I stopped playing. Oof. That's dirty, mate. If you, if you guys are listening and think you want to play Michael on any video game ever, let me tell you right now, you do not. Not because you know he's insanely good. He is really good at some games, but he's just unbearable to play against because he knows. Even if he's not like, you know, he knows every single nuance of every single tactic there is under the sun. He has put copious amounts of research into this. He could have like, he could have become, if he, he's going to become a great accountant because he's going to know every single, if, he, if you treat your degree like you treat FIFA or Madden or 2K, you're going to be bloody Steve Jobs on toast, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. I think, the, I think the, the, the biggest thing from that that is, shows it is whenever I played Madden against you or Ibby, or Josh even, even if I hadn't played the game for the whole year, I'd still end up like just bumming you because I knew playbooks to take on, on the game. <laughs> to make that yeah. clear. Yeah. Um, but I'd just um, no, but even when I be, even when I would beat you, I'd still just not be happy at all because it would just be unbearable to play against you. So I could win by like 10, like a comfortable win. And it would just still be, I would still be like, fuck off. Like you'd be like, Alfie, you just won. I'd be like, oh, I don't care. Like, oh, it's great! Not not a fun experience. Not a fun experience. Which is which goes against everything because Mike's a, a fun guy. 
Yeah, not when it comes to playing stuff. I, I have to make it everything as unbearable as possible for everyone. Yeah, man. But yeah, that's enough about me being a knobhead. <laughs> Didn't answer the question whatsoever. <laughs> no, not even slightly. <laughs> Alright, Tom, what, what sort of content creators are you <laughs> watching slash listening to via podcast nowadays? So, like, obviously, like Mike, I'm a, I'm a big gaming guy. Um... I watch um I watch Nick Merckx. I don't know if any of you know who awesome. he is. Um, he's like a big American streamer. Um, but he does YouTube and stuff like that on Warzone and stuff like that. Mm. I stink at Warzone. Um, I'm terrible, but I enjoy watching him. Um, um, but yeah, he's he's good. Um, as for podcasts, um, I am athlete. That oh, yeah. is that is in my opinion. Oh. Besides, besides the Have a Day Off podcast. Um, yeah. That is the best podcast out there. Um, is that that sorry, is sorry, some of the best shit just, I've listened to. Just so I know what it is, is that the one with Cam Newton and that lot? Yeah. So uh, yeah. Brandon Jennings, um, Chad uh, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, Jeez. and um, uh, can't remember the fucking other. Brandon, two. Bra- um, do you mean Brandon Marshall? Brandon Marshall. Yes. Oh. Right. There's another guy's last name who's Jennings, I think. Greg Jennings, Jennings, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's some of the best shit I've listened to. Um, whether it be you know talking about Cam, whether it be p- getting Hugh Jackson on and talking about Baker Mayfield, and you know why you know the league is so full of of like of minority players, and then you know why is that not translated into off-field roles and stuff like that? You know, it's it's just a hell of a hell of a listen. Yeah, I saw that. No, that's a good shout. You know, I need to start um, listening to that because I saw one clip about. Um, I won't go into it exactly because I don't want to quote it because I don't know exactly what it is, but it was it was Brandon Marshall talking about his kids and how you treat a little girl compared to a little boy, uh-huh. and um, uh-huh. it was really interesting. Like it was really interesting. He made a really good point, and most people sort of won't want to you know acknowledge that and just be like, oh, that's just how it is. But you know, he it's 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 a, it's a really interesting conversation. And for someone come from that sort of background, like a very like macho, or oh, you play f- American football, you've got to be big and strong and tough. For him to sort of raise that point, he was basically making the point that you should you should treat people with compassion regardless of their gender, like basically, rather than saying, "Oh, you're a boy, get on with it, get up, blah blah." Um, yeah, and I mean, that was really know, good. That was really good. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's relevant to what's actually happening today. Like, you know, we've all seen like you know Meghan Markle was struggling with mentals and stuff like that, and you know, I mean, some people just can't respect the fact that you know mental health is a big thing. Some people like yeah. to you know, go and say, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, it, it don't matter what you think, oh, you're lying about it and stuff like that, like, you know, you can feel like utter shit when you're mentally down and, you know, Alf, I know you know, you know a little bit yeah, more yeah. about this than I do, but, you know, you can feel like shit and if someone says, no, nah, you capping, you lying about that, I mean... Outrageous, an outrageous state, that, that's, exactly. I don't want to get too serious on this podcast, right, but I've never, I, I don't, I can't actually express how problematic it is for, like, a a huge public figure to come out and say, listen, I'm, Piers Morgan, you're a fucking prick, first of all. Yeah, but yeah, you're a dickhead. It, for, for someone to come out and say, you know, oh, I'm struggling with mental health, and for someone to just say, nah, you're lying. That's that's outrageous. That's so problematic. You, like, I don't even want to go into how fucked up that is, regardless of what you think of the person. Even if, for example, Piers Morgan's one of my least favourite people. I cannot wait. To, to quote Jeremy Clarkson, He's also a bit of a sketchy character, but there's not not the, not the time or the place. Um, he, I cannot wait till he goes to prison. Um, but if he if Piers Morgan came out and said, "Oh, um, you know, I'm struggling with mental health issues," it wouldn't 
it would be completely wrong for someone to say, "Now nah, you're lying. I don't believe you." Of it's, course. it's just, it's 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 crazy. And I mean, I, listen, the Meghan Markle stuff. I, I, I don't need to make it clear where I stand. It's 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 outrageous. I mean, you know, it's basically a load of people. Yeah, now let, let me chill because it's not it's not the time or the place. But that's it's the most outrageous statement ever. And um, no, man, you you gotta it, speak on it because I mean, th- this is the thing. Like, you know, whether it goes down to you know, I mean, Piers Morgan just being an idiot or the general public, you know, or you know, I'm not gonna name it as as an you know as a whole thing because not everyone everywhere is racist you know there's just maybe yeah. a majority or a select group but you know people are more racist than they like to admit and race does play a part more than 100 percent. but like like people said you know it's not enough being you know non-racist you have to no, be anti-racist be now you, you know it. you have to call it out you have to you know educate people you have to say things you know to people who act you know different ways and stuff like that it's it's not good enough being you know oh i'm not racist no you got to call it out now because i mean this shit getting fucking ridiculous yeah no for real and that's um fucking man like it's 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 so many people out there who are like i believe are good people at heart who are sort of casually on the like on a sketchy side of being like saying some problematic things who don't even know it and that's the problem people either don't take the time to educate themselves or don't want to take the step to say actually i was wrong or i'm wrong to say this and it's a huge problem because it's at the end of the day from from my perspective i can't speak for anyone else most people especially you know white let's just say white men that's the you know that's the most privileged position to be in that have been racist once or twice like a few times in their life and it's it's that responsibility to say you know what i need to educate myself and make sure that doesn't happen again like 100%. and it's um it's too many people out there who are either too prideful or just think they know it all. And it's, listen, I don't want to generalize here, but it's usually older people who think they've seen everything or whatever, and they won't take the time to, to actually mm-hmm. sort of learn about the world. And, you know, it's a shame. And th- th- listen, the UK is a racist country. I, I don't want to get too serious, but it's, I mean, listen, if you're going to, the way Meghan Markle's been hounded out from the start, man, it's, it's a joke. It, is, it really isn't. Listen, you can, yeah. you, you can yeah. call it all, oh, you're playing the race card bore off man <laughs> honestly if you I look mean, at the way yeah <sighs> I, I don't think it can be any more blatantly obvious at what is happening you know yeah. like you know you i have to be you know and i'm not trying to you know stir the pot or nothing but you have to be incredibly ignorant to think otherwise incredibly um, yeah and, but, but, people, but people are man it's not it's the, th- the thing for me is I don't want to say it's okay to be ignorant, but it's okay to be ignorant if you're... The first step is being like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I'm not educated on this topic, and move on and say, okay, how can I learn more? But no one's going to... A lot of people aren't going to do that. A lot of people think they know it all, and it's just it's just a shame. But, I mean, you know, it comes down to... Does the, the majority of the country hate uh, black women or paedophiles more? Because, um, you know, yeah, there's, oh, you've got one of them oh, in the royal fuck, family. Man. I was going to say, the, the royal family is in such a weird spot at the moment because they're doing all this bad stuff, like they're shunting <laughs> Meghan Markle out, and the, allegedly the, the, peop, the Prince Andrew is in the royal family and he's done some atrocious things, allegedly. They obviously can't be proved, but if you're going to prove them, then... You know, the whole royal family comes down because... It's, it, mate, it's so fucked, and it's, that's the thing, like, you can't... People want to try and take the moral high ground, and then, you know what? So some people will actually sort of try and defend the other the actions of other people, 
I mean, we've been selling fucking. Okay, let, I don't want to get overly, overly political here, but listen, it's 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 messed up. The way they've been treated is messed up. Harry and Harry and Meghan are doing the completely right thing, in my opinion, to get the fuck yeah. out of there, man. That's 100%. a toxic environment. So, um, um much shall, much luck to them. Piers Morgan, suck your mum expeditiously. You're an absolute plum, mate. So we don't get Meghan. Meghan and Harry ain't royals. You know, Meghan and Harry are real people. They're real people. Like, they don't live under the fantasy or the telescope of, you know, of a country and deemed as, you know, royalty and needs to be treated a certain way and stuff like that. Like, they're, they're real fucking people with, you know, real fucking ideas. I mean, you know, the fuck, they can, they can have a, a you know, and I, I was going to say a quiet life, but clearly it fucking wasn't. Yeah, can I just say as well, and this is this is gonna this is gonna might offend some people or might rub some people up the wrong way. No, speak your I don't give a fuck about it. Um, someone, someone, I think on the um, TV this morning called um, called <laughs> called the Queen a withering old idiot. That's fucking hilarious. You cannot tell me otherwise. All right? <laughs> if you're offended by that, just grow up, man. Like honestly, it's <laughs> so funny. Like, the, and that's the thing. She's just like a. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny to me, like because it, uh, it's the easiest way to annoy people. The people who like, I don't know, I I I don't get royalists personally. I think their own, that but, we should stop and it's not having a serious conversation about the royals. Um, I understand it fully, but should we move on to a lighter topic? Yeah, for sure. No, I, th I just think it's important, no, it's important yeah. to talk about that. But yeah, oh, no, it, is, it is, and you know, whether it, it will come up in future weeks and shit, but. You know, it's a conversation that needs to be had, you feel me? I'll just more think yeah, nah. want... I, I agree, Mike, though. We, we don't want to go too serious. We, we no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Certain, certain stuff I mean. that doesn't need to be addressed. No, 100%. Uh, we can talk about this for hours, but do you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, true. It's different stuff, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's not me trying to be a criminal um, and be like, yeah, let's not talk about it. Nah, know. not at all, man. Not at all. That's the thing. Obviously, there's a certain there's there's certain places you've got to be, um, have, you know have some limits to but th th listen i'm going to state my opinion and that's that's how it is 100%. um in terms of content content creators i've been watching slash listening to i completely forgot we're talking about that by the way <laughs> um actually michael have you thought of any because you didn't answer the question at all <laughs> okay so basically i play a lot of fifa and that's uh, not the question <laughs> No, so right basically going back to episode one uh why why do you support the giants uh, why do you support Chelsea? My well, dad, you know, my dad grew up in West London. <laughs> so, what? Um, so, for the, this, this does relate into it. Don't worry. So, for okay. FIFA, I watch uh, someone called Harry Hesketh, who used to be hashtag Harry. If anybody knows what oh, that yeah. is, yeah, he's an uh, Everton fan. Yeah, he's Isn't hilarious. It? He is so funny. Like, yeah, he's mm -hmm. the Everton fan. And then for like Madden and stuff, I watch Chaos and Throne because you know that's where you find the most sweaty everything. And that's all I spend my time doing, really. Other than maybe the Fellas podcast, you know, not as good as ours, but they're up there. That that's yeah. Is it is that um Calfreesian um, Chip Chipperuni? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's mm. a decent podcast. I've listened to that a few times. It's quite funny. Um, they got some nice sponsorship deals on there, man. I, I, mean, like, I like I like their little setup, man. All the yeah, well, we've we got to have something, like, something like for that for real, for real. So obviously, when you're, when you're rich and famous, COVID rules don't apply to you a lot. So, you know, shout out to... Nah, I'm not joking. But um, obviously, due so to the rules, we have to do it online. But we might we might have a little setup some sometime into the future. Who knows, man? We've got we to gotta see. But um, yeah, no, that's a really good podcast, to be fair. 100%. What about you, Alf, then? Have you... 
Yeah, I mean, I'm constantly trying to listen to stuff and watch stuff just because, like, I like educating myself and stuff and also entertaining myself, you know? Mm. So, um, the Stephen Tries podcast is fucking hilarious. Oh, Stephen uh, Troy. He's just <laughs> so funny. Like, and the, the, even his mates, like, Max is so funny. Uh, so, it's just, it's such a good, it's terrible. But they, they're, they're so self-aware and, like, knowing it's terrible and then knowing it's just all over the place that it, it works so well. Um... What else, man? I've been it's his podcast kind of the same as like how he acts, you know, in his videos, like sort very, of, yeah, very just, unfiltered. In a way, yeah, they just sort of talk about stuff and they'll make jokes about anything. Um, I mean, yeah, it's so funny. He's just so self-aware. He'll take the piss out of himself at any given opportunity, and mm-hmm. it's just it's so it's like it's so little like influences. If you in, yeah, can't even pronounce it, that's how disgusted I am. But there's so many little people. Um, in that sort of community that will be willing to do that and it's, it's quite refreshing to see in terms of like youtube content and whatnot um, i've been watching mainly fitness youtubers um trying to educate myself on fitness i'm big into it i've got, actually got a little instagram page greco.fitness underscore if you want to go follow that for um you know some little skinny fat guy with no muscle on his body uh maybe one day i will find out uh, follow to find out but anyway uh guys like jeff nippard he's like quite like science based i don't know if you've seen any of his stuff you guys but he's 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 quite like he's good for like education um simon miller is proper funny he's like very into sort of the mental health side of gym and like trying to get get rid of the problematic side of things misinformation all that stuff which i'm big into i really i really enjoy that because there's you know getting getting in shape should be a good thing and there's too many people out there trying to spread the wrong sort of nonsense so i, I, I like i like that sort of stuff i'd love to um to actually do it's going to be fun when we can do this in person maybe do a few youtube clips when we get that going um, yeah we can we can do little 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 things outside of that as well i mean i'm i'm, I'm excited for for when this is over as well because we will try and organize something where even if it's not clips on the podcast we'll be doing stuff like certain things do you know what i mean We'll have a we'll have a podcast group up, and even if there's no clips for YouTube, there'll be stuff on Instagram, stuff on Snapchat. Be flying about. Yeah, I reckon a little. We could do some some gaming as well in the future. A little bit of mud yeah. squads. There's all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. Oh, a bit of mud squads. That'd be incredible. I'm man in the hell of the office. Chaos. <laughs> no, I'll just. Oh, never mind. I'll, I'll stop there. I'm not about to run into my whole playbook. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to line up the blitz so I can have eight people rushing and still cover the old pitch, but you know that's uh, that's, that's tips for another episode. Fucking West Ham are patting Leeds right now, by the way. Honestly, Leeds started well. They just hit the uh, West Ham just hit the beans again. Uh, I've just said a load of words that no one's going to understand. Um, <laughs> They're absolutely panning them. Panning. Oh, I thought you said panning. Nah, 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 nah. Oh. No. Um, I want to make yeah, a sweeping statement here. I really love fitness YouTube at the moment. I'm big into it. I, I know you guys sort of are into it as well. But I, yeah, I, I, just, I mean... I love that side of things, man. I really do. Yeah. What's his... Mike, Mike Thurston? I've yeah, yeah. A lot of him. I've watched I like a lot of him. Uh, Matt does like fitness. Him. He always does videos with his son and stuff. They're quite cute, yeah. but... Um, I watch him. You know. Some he's, younger guys I mean, as well were... There was there was one guy who went on Love Island a couple of years ago. Um, I can't remember his name, but I mean he's he's. I think Rob something. What Wait, what did you say? Scum top. <laughs> <laughs> it was you in disguise, mate. Hey, nah, bro, not yet. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, bro, I'm about as big as the fucking doorstep in in the fucking villa, so I'm good. 
can I just say, next special guest in Love Island, the, the next one that happens, Tom Scott, you'll see him there. Yeah, man. I don't, don't gas it too much, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gas it too He's much only going on there to promote the pod anyway. Exactly, exactly. I'm like um, Marcel. Um, what, what did he used to say? Oh, I was in, I was in, Blazing in, Squad. Yeah. Yes, Blazing <laughs> Squad, that's the one. Yeah. You know I was in Blazing Squad. He doesn't you like know to I was in Blazing Squad. <laughs> Exactly, he knew not that he doesn't. He don't want to mention that. Like that's gonna be me. I'm gonna be like, yeah, um, you know, I'm gonna have a day off podcast, and they're gonna go, oh, really? Yeah, I know what that is. And talking yeah, yeah, shit. Exactly, I, I bet he came yeah, to a crossroads when he came out of Love Island. Get it? Get it? I don't know if either of you know, but uh, Blazing Scott did a song called Crossroads. Yeah. Nice, mate. Nice, nice. Cheers. Everyone, cheers. everyone, everyone there. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> <laughs> everyone listening is just lo- loving that, man. Wrapping um, it up, oh, man. Yeah. Um, sorry, there's some young. There's some young fitness. Sorry to just stay on this. There's some young YouTubers, yeah, like 18 year olds who are doing crazy shit with fitness. There's this one guy, Nathaniel Messiah. He's 18 years old. He's sponsored by Jim Sharp, My Protein, all of that. Um, and he's fucking. He's like deadlifting like 300 kg. He's he's got the most like insane physique. It's like it's mad. There's another guy called Joe Fazer who's gone from like ridiculously skinny to like proper muscular in like I a couple of I've years as him, well. You know. Sorry, mate. Um, I think I've seen him on fitness TikTok or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, no. I've yeah, seen no, him. but it's it's it's. I mean, I love that sort of thing, man, because it can, you know, there's so much beneficial stuff to that side of things. Even if you're not don't like going to the gym, like seeing that sort of stuff can be inspirational. If if I if I can say that. Hmm. Banging, yeah. Um, um, can I? You know what? Quickly okay. say right. I, you speaking about Stephen tries earlier has given me a something I want to say. Yep. Who do you think the funniest person on YouTube is? Because I think it's Stephen tries because uh, every video he puts out, I think, is hilarious. But like, obviously yeah, it's like a yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to say, I think it might be Stephen tries. He's so good, like just so consistent. Like it's always stuff that's just like outrageously like to be fair some of the sidemen videos are good i, th- I don't i don't yeah. necessarily watch them but when they have sort of collabs like um the sidemen tinder i think is a bit cringe but like some of the some of the elements of it like fucking who was it was like oh yeah i'm not gonna lie clapped i'm just like there's no joke there there's no punchline philly yeah, philly, yeah. I, I, to um, me I, I don't find that sort of type of shit funny i would uh, i would go with philly and chunks and they HP. are good together i can't lie yeah hp you know. like the source Bro, HP Ooh. like the sauce. That motherfucker is fucking hilarious. But I mean, I mean with, uh, he can switch on series too. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that yeah. you've got more sauce than him, Tom. You know. Nah, bro. Not not HP. Not HP. That motherfucker sourced out. I'm I'm. He's sourced like you know. S A U C E. Shit, that took me long to spell. Um, and I'm like S O U R. CE like I'm, I'm like source and he's like, like a reliable source I, I, I exactly like, like a reliable source like source sky sports and he's like source you know yeah, no, HP brown source yeah what are you on about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no you know yeah yeah no, he, he I, th- I think I would go Stephen Tries though it's just that there's not too much going on another thing I've been watching is the kickoff with True Geordie um basically just watching football matches live um they all have horrific opinions in my in, in my estimation but it's quite funny because um, uh, because they all just have you know crap opinions. There's a lot of discussions. They've got a United fan and Chelsea fan on there. 
And then he's a Newcastle fan. I got Lawrence, Lawrence Liverpool McKenna, fan Liverpool fan. And Liverpool it's quite fan. funny. Um, what was? Oh, what was I going to say? Oh no, I thought of something and it's gone. Oh no! What a shock! The dirt is gone. No, it wasn't Silic Bank, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, sort of might have been oh, that's what I was going to say. Yaskalainen should be in the Premier League Hall of Fame, and I will not hear otherwise. Oh. oh man, that's a, that's another conversation for another day. But we will we will definitely talk about that because um, you know it's such an important topic. I think Lingard might have died for the penalty. You know, I'm not sure there was contact there. Um, little live commentary here. Um, <laughs> but nah. Um, what else was I going to say? One thing I'm really looking forward to um, is the NFL draft coming up. I haven't done too much um, tape into it. Um, mm. But because um, I do love watching tape and sort of evaluating some stuff, I went over my notes a few years ago um, for the 2019 draft class, um, the one with Nick Bosa. I can't believe this yeah. is the second player I'm naming, but Daniel Jones, um, <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, um, and that lot. And I, I, a lot of my stuff was actually fairly decent predictions. Um, I got I got a couple of things wrong, like Dwayne Haskins, but I think a lot of people did. Um, are you not going to be watching sort of tape for that or trying to like look at different players and stuff for that or what? I'm just looking at corners and O-linemen really because there's no point me looking anywhere else is there really because the Cardinals need a corner and then the best part of an O-line. Yeah, 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 no, I, I hear that, yeah. What about you, Tom? Are you, are you, cause I know you're, you've been like, you've got into NFL like a lot more over the last like year or so. Yeah. Are you going to mean- be looking at I've been. I've, I think I've just been like looking at more individuals and stuff. Like you know, I've been watching. I watched a little bit of tape on on the wide receivers because you know I'm, I'm a receiver myself. Um, cool, but, like, you know, he loves to receive. Like, you know, a wide receiver. I'm a, a very wide receiver. Very wide. Um, yeah. But no, nah, like I've been watching. I've been watching a little bit of tape on them. Um, which I, which in my opinion, you like? I, I I love Rashad Bateman. I love him. Oh yeah. I think okay. he's the best receiver in 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 the draft. Wait, in my uh, opinion. Oh, okay. Um, I listen. Yes. I haven't watched tape, but I've seen a little bit of Jalen Waddle, and man, that guy—he looks like. I, I hate making comparisons, but he looks like Tyreek Hill meets OBJ. Mm. Um, and I, I don't want to again. I hate making comparisons, like because it's just it's so loose. Like people just try and force it, and it's like. Sometimes they just do it on looks. Like, like a few years ago, like someone was like, "Oh yeah, Daniel Jones is the new Tony Romo." I'm like, "Where is the connection there?" They're not even like close to play in the same way. Like, apart from the white mobile quarterbacks who are kind of tall, I don't know what the connection is. The vanilla yeah. Vic. Yeah, the van- white lightning baby. Um, but yeah, no, I was talking to Ibby about this the other day, very friend of the podcast, and he was um, talking about Trey Lance. And he didn't really like him, and it just makes me want to watch it because the quarterback class is really exciting. Um, yeah. Trevor Lawrence yeah, to be the bollocks coming out of thing. I saw the first throw of his pro day was on the money, like forty-five yards down the field, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, he's meant this? to be the best prospect in like twenty, best quarterback prospect in like twenty years. I don't really, I hate that sort of hyperbole, but maybe it, maybe it's true. I don't know. I mean, I'm really excited from what I've seen from Zach Wilson. My God, that guy, he's just he's he looks like he's got the lot. But then there's there's so many evaluating quarterbacks almost like damn near impossible. Um, unless it's like a surefire thing, because there's so many different elements to go into it. Ah, exactly. 100%, um, right. But now I'm excited. I mean, I, I love watching like edge rushes as well. I love watching edge rushes like tape. Um, edge rushes are so good to watch. I feel like even even just full stop, edge rushes are great yeah. to watch. 
Yeah, yeah, facts. Um, I reckon um, a big, a big hot topic. I'm like, do, do you wanna, do you wanna speak about it? Because I think well, we sort of discussed this before the podcast. What's the big hot topic? I've lost. Sorry, I've lost my marbles. <laughs> um, well, you know, Euros coming up. There's a oh. lot of young England players sort of banging in banging form at the moment. Um, should we talk about maybe our starting eleven, or maybe we can come up with like a combined eleven that we can all somewhat agree on? I was going to say, um, should we? How should how should we do it? What do you what, what do you reckon? Do you want to do a combined maybe, maybe we name maybe three players in that position, and then you pick one of them. So, oh, no. we'll, we'll, so okay. a combined eleven will do. Uh, everybody name who they think should be. Well, for, first of all, what formation are we going with? It's going to be a five back in it. Yeah, I can't see. No, 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 no but we, 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 we're not. These Southgate guys are fucking not, terrorists. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Well, uh, allegedly, um, we're not. Um, we're not um, going off the Southgate system though, because actually, it will be a five at the back, won't it? Yeah, 100%. it will be a five. It will be five two three or some element of that. Like, yeah, something like three five two. A three fucking what a three four two one or some dumb shit. Uh, yeah, something along those lines. I think two yeah, holding fucking Trippier yeah. right wing back and Walker at left wing. Inshallah, back. no. But yeah, we'll, we'll go. With, we'll go with. We'll go with that system, and then we'll go with the players we think will right. be good in that, or just with the play, the best players in that each position. Right. So yeah. in goal, um, I want to say Dean Henderson. Do either of you think Pickford should start ahead of him or Pope or what? Ooh, um, I really like Nick Pope. I think he's such a commanding force in the box. Um, how much that will matter in a European competition, I don't really know. But I think he is better than Dean Henderson. Saying that, Pickford is like—he's uh, dodgy, right? But he had—he—he he has that capability of just, you know, having an insane game. Today he was brilliant. Yeah. He can make some really, really good saves. He's actually—I mean, from what he's I've seen, he's been playing a lot better. Like, yeah. you know. As of recent, you know, first half of the season, I mean, it was same old Pickford, you know, shaky as fuck, look scared to like come out for the ball. Injuring back. You know, like. exactly, you know, like little dinosaur hands, couldn't save shit. But now he's looking, he's, he ain't looking too bad, but I think know, like you boys with, have said, Hendo and Pope at the moment. I can, I can get behind Pope, you know, I just, I just don't think it should be Pickford because he's, as you said, he's hot and cold and you don't really want that in somebody that you're starting that sort of thing, do you really? No. I think I think the most reliable guy is going to be Nick Pope for me. Yeah. Okay, I can. What do you reckon, Tom? I'd I'd agree. I like Henderson, but I mean, you know, whoever they give it to out of those two, I mean, you know, it, it's fairly close, anyways. But I, I'll go with Pope. All right. So, should we do our we go three centre backs now? Centre backs. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then we'll do All because right. we're probably there's going to be wing backs, isn't it? So we'll do that after them. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I feel like Kyle Walker has to be one of the centre backs. Yeah, yeah. I, mm. Kyle Walker is so overrated to me. I'm just gonna say it. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I wouldn't he have probably gets in. Yeah. Probably does get in, but he's so overrated to me personally. Hmm. It just, I just don't see. He got this. He's got this reputation as a world class defender. I don't really see it with him. He probably gets in, but I'd put I'd put Stones over him. Yep. I think Stones. Stones the way Stones been playing, I'd, I'd, he has to be in the team. Stones has been yeah. incredible. So it's really difficult because I don't understand why Southgate insists on playing more centre backs when that's arguably the weakest position. Yeah, it's a um, bit ridiculous. Do but you maybe well, one thing I would suggest, right? Luke Shaw has actually played left centre back for a few times for Man United when they've gone um, to a five at the back. That's something possible because I don't think he'd be. He's been brilliant this season, he's but he's not going to be effective or as effective as a left wing back, in my opinion. No, if he starts left, oh, so. 
But then Maguire, Joe Gomez, do either of them in your opinion? Joe Gomez, is he going to be fit? I don't know. And even then, he if he if he is, I'd still play him. I don't know if I'd start <laughs> Gomez over Stones, Luke Shaw at left centre back, or I don't know if I'd start him over Kyle Walker as well. I think Maguire does start. He like the jokes aside, like he's had banter and stuff. I think he starts in the middle of a back three. He's solid enough to do that. Yeah. So the back three that we go for here is Maguire, Stones, or Stone, or Stones on the the I don't know what foot he is. I think it's right. right yeah. Foot. So he's on the mm-hmm. right. Stick Shaw on the left, and Maguire down the middle. Um, yeah, potentially. I mean, yeah, it doesn't I sound good. I wouldn't stick Shaw at left at left centre back. Um, Purely based on the fact that, I mean, he is effective going forward. It just, you know, I think it just depends. Because, I mean, defensively, he's he's incredibly solid. But going forward, he's also very solid. I mean, I would, I mean, like, you know, I would obviously put Gomez in. It's the obvious shout. He's not left-footed. That's the only issue. Um, nah, but, I can go with Gomez, to be fair. I mean, as, as, a, as a shout, you know, maybe to get in. He's been playing very well in Italy. Oh, um, there we go. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. I mean, look, Tomori, for me, you know, he, you know, whether he stays or goes or wherever he's playing next season, Tomori is going to be the future of England centre-back pairing, no matter if they play a two or a three. Tomori is an unreal centre-back. He's so good. Honestly, right, he's there was a period for Chelsea um, last year when we played some really tough games in the Champions League, played against Ajax. Um, who else do we have? We had Valencia, who are no put like on a pushover, and he was like the best player on the pitch for some of these games, man. Like keeping clean sheets in the Champions League, at the highest level. And then whether he fell out with whoever or whatever, whatever happened, man. It, some of the performances he's been having in Italy as well. I mean, he's so quick; he's perfect for a back three. Yeah, uh, I, I'd say so. I, I mean, maybe it. maybe it catches out like you know, if if Stones doesn't play and you play Gomez. Gomez and Tamori and then Maguire in the middle. I mean, shit, you know, Maguire might be lagging behind a little bit, which is maybe the problem. Um, I think you know, Stones has to get in, though, in Stones fairness. I think 100% Stones has to, just just as an example. But Tamori, for me, is a. I don't think he's as a dark horse as everyone is saying. Um, I think he, he warrants a place in the team, whether he's starting or not. Um, no, I, but I mean. I don't think you can. Can I can I mention someone as well? Tyrone Mings has been really good this season. As yeah, has a, a left footed centre back as well. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Again, I don't. I just don't see him actually going with Mings. I think what it will be is Carl Walker, Stones, uh, and, Maguire. Um, Stones and Maguire. I can Stones see. I can Maguire. see that being the case. Yeah. Which I, wouldn't. It's not terrible, but I'll say that's if if Gomez is fit and does play a little bit at the end of the season, we yeah, yeah. start him. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Gomez is over Walker, and then I'll go Stones and Maguire. Yeah. Okay, so that's fine. I, I can agree with that. Um, I the only thing I'd change is I'd start Walker over Gomez, but that's because obviously I don't know if Joe Gomez is gonna be fully fit or whatnot. And oh, also, Joe Gomez wasn't sense. on good form as well. He was playing badly. Yeah. Let's be yeah. fair. We'll have to see what happens. Left wing back. Yeah, we'll see. Beth. Um, I think we have to go Luke Shaw because he's been fucking incredible for United. I'm sold on Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem is with Luke Shaw at left wing back is he doesn't actually, he's a better pure left back than he is a, is a wing back. He is. I guess yeah. that's just. And then uh, another shout could be Akayo Saka, a left wing back. Oh, if you're going to yes. put a more, depending on who you put a right wing back, you might have a more defensive minded guy. Mm. Um, and then you can sort of morph into a. 
for nah, I about. guess not. I, 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 I you like, could, I, kind of could. I mean, it depends because maybe maybe they shift across and then you know what, when they're on on paper it's like a three, but maybe they shift across and and play drop a midfielder deeper or maybe get the right wing back to slot into right back and you know the whole backline pushes across yeah. one. I don't. The thing is, I, I, I don't, don't know. I want to make it sort of realistic. Saka's been so good. He's been so... And I'd love to see a more creative player, more attacking player in that role. But I think Luke Shaw has been the best left-back in the league this season. I mean, mm-hmm. And he's probably the best English left-back. So, and let's be honest, I, I, I know we're basing it off what we want to do rather than what Southgate will do, but we do have to add an element of realism to it. It's yeah. going to be... He's going to pick a left-back. He's not going to pick a wing-back. Do you know what I mean? No, exactly. He's going to pick a left-back yeah. to do whatever. Yeah. The next position we talk about is going to be very, very, not controversial, but it's going to be up in the air. It's right wing back, so... Mm-hmm. You've it's got, a conversation for me. you got Trent. I don't, I don't think it is. Rhys James. Um, I don't know. Wamba Saka. Wamba Saka as well. Who do you, who do you, you think? I mean, I, I, my answer, I think, is obvious. I, I think it should be obvious by now. Um, and it should be Rhys James. Um you know, I don't think as a as a right wing back, you know, Trent might be maybe the better option because of his attacking ability. But defensively, you know, depending on what their shape does and whatever, I mean, defensively, we all seen what he's not capable of. You know, Wambasaka is completely the opposite. You know, he can defend probably maybe the best out of all three, but yeah. attacking wise, lacks a lot of ability. Reese James is. The most complete right back happy that movie. England have to pick from. I agree. I think. Listen, there's some deficiencies in this game. He's not a perfect player yet, but I mean, he's he's 21, 20, whatever he is. I think in terms of his physicality, he brings to the game. I mean, the guy is just built like an absolute brick. Um, his crossing ability. He's played so well for England whenever he's played for them. I think he's played twice mm. and got man of the match twice. It's not ridiculous. I've never really seen Trent play that well for England. So I I would personally go Aris James. Some people don't rate him. Um, which is weird to me. I don't. I just don't think you can pick Trent because he's been so bad. I, was, I like. I was about Listen, to let's say be. That. Let's be. Let's be fair. Like he's been bad. Like um, he's had a, the odd good game and he's still good going forward. Yeah, but the guy defensively just ain't it at all. So th- th- this is what I was about to say. I would go with Trent if it was n- like nothing to do with current form or anything, because you know I don't. I don't know. I know but, what you mean, but uh, it, but I feel like yeah. you have to. You have to go. I feel like you go Reese James unless Trent gets better towards the end of the season. And it's just yeah, it's back to what he was like last year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think if if he does get back to that point, you can't say Reese James starts over him. I don't, I like I don't think you can sort of thing. I know what you mean. I know, I know what you mean. I will say in Trent's defence, um, Liverpool play such a high line without like recognised centre backs that you are going to be exposed, and England aren't going to play like that. So maybe he'll have more freedom. And look, Trent's yeah. a better passer than Reese James. He's a better cross than Reese James, even though. Like Reese is good at both of those things, but it's just I can see the the sort of physicality, the way um, Reese James can sort of slot in and help it out in midfield. Not that Trent can't do that, but the physicality in midfield is a big thing for me. Um, and the way you can sort of drift into, if you're thinking about flexibility in terms of formation, Luke Shaw can drop in, um, Walker can push out, and then you've got Reese James coming into the middle of the pitch, making making runs, and the way he carries the ball with his strength and speed is just so good. Um, I can. I, I think the best fit and just in personally this year the best player a right back. Listen, 
Well, I think Wan Bissaka's had the best season at right back, but he's so wasted at right wing back. There's not really much point in playing in there. No, nah, because you yeah. need the attacking. If you if you were to play a defensive, you know, defensive four, then he yeah. would suit it. Maybe even if if you do play that, you know, where they all shift one, and you know, the left wing back kind of pushes up more, and then yeah. the centre back goes to left back and stuff like that. Maybe Wan Bissaka would actually suit that a lot more because defensively, you know, they have a you know that's incredibly solid. But I mean. He doesn't, going forward, I mean, he lacks, you know, what the other two have. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, th- I think uh, overall, Reese James has been sort of the, the whole package. I mean, he, he had a, a rocky sort of start under uh, under Tuchel, but I mean, even um, against Liverpool and today, he's, he um, he was brilliant. So I think, yeah. So, no, I, I'll, uh, put, I'll put Reese James in. I was, I was more just saying, if, like, Trent gets back to yeah. his normal way. I wouldn't. I'll, I'll say this. I think it would be an easy decision to put Trent in just because you're going off reputation. But I also wouldn't be necessarily mad at it if, as long as you can protect him defensively. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you had Kyle Walker next to him on the or on the right, he'd be protected because he's got he's got the wheels behind him, don't he? At that point. But let's let's be fair as well. Trent. It's not like Trent set, set the world are like going forward oh, this no. season either. I mean, he's the been... amount of crosses he puts in. Uh, we don't play the same. Or England don't play the same way as Liverpool. So it's like, how much, how effective is he going to be as an overall like, effect in the game? I don't know. Oh, so um, I don't watch Liverpool every game. I do watch Chelsea every game, and, and so uh, it's going to be effectively. Biased, yeah, and effectively with a full strength team as well. Trent was looking amazing, you know, last season, um, due to the but fact that he was also that, looking you know, awful at the start of the season when they had a, a full a full team. So it's yeah, not like it, you know, I think they he looked. So good then because you know he basically played as a right winger, you know, because we know that Salah and Mane kind of you know invert and then Firmino drops a little deeper, so they basically do play as wingers, they're fullbacks. No, exactly. So he had the freedom to get forward with no like you know, with kind of you know, no kind of hesitation because he knew that people in the midfield or even Van Dijk and Gomez would cover his ass 90% of the time, which they did yeah. last year. Definitely, definitely. I, I think I think I, I'm, I'll be pretty comfortable with that that uh, pick. So we're going into a midfield two now. What are we what are we doing midfield with that? Midfield two. So it depends what you want to do really, because there's the option of either going with one very defensive one and then one that's more attacking, or you can just go with two that can do a bit of everything sort of thing. I think yeah. I think you. I don't know. I mean, you kind of need to go with like a defensive and then maybe a box to box or something. Yeah, I mean, I know what I'd go with. I don't think, but I don't think in a million years Southgate would go with this. He might go with one of the guys, but not both of them together. Do you stick Mason Mount in this midfield too? From how good he's been this season. Sorry. Do you stick Mason Mount in this midfield too? Yeah, but I mean, I think Mason Mount has to play because he's been so good. But as we're going to get onto the front three, is just is not viable. As good as he's been, it's not really viable for him to get in because there's guys like we'll, we'll get onto it. But I think. He has played deeper. Um, he can play deeper really well. And I think if you stick Declan Rice next to him, who's been unreal this season. There's so Again, there's a weird sort of lot of people who didn't rate Declan Rice or still don't. I, he's so good. He's, he's so, incredible. so good. He's one, of the, he's one of the best midfielders in the league. He just does it all, especially in like a double pivot where he can, you know. I think, um, I think uh, yeah, I think I'd go with Mount and Rice personally, but I can't see in a million years South, Southgate going with that. And you've got options like Henderson as well. Um, and the, yeah. the, the, this, this is a shout. Obviously, he's not starting or anything, but off the bench, not even off the bench, just in general, James Ward-Prowse had a fucking belter of a season for Southampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he works the squad. He's been sure. very good. 
Um, he won't get it. I'll Logan. say this now. Southgate ain't putting him in just because he's a coward. He's not going to take any risks. No, but, yeah. but as yeah. you said, I think Mount and Rice is probably the right decision. I'm mm -hmm. not sure about Hendo. Hendo's been playing centre-back for Liverpool most games that he's played, hasn't he? From what, from what I know, that is. I don't watch shed loads of Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't watch low. I, I enjoy watching Liverpool more now than I do last season. But I'll, I'll say this, and I, I'll, I'll try and be fair and not unbiased. Henderson is so important to what Liverpool do in midfield and their system, right? He's so important to it, you can't really put a price on it. And regardless of what you think about him as an overall footballer, he, he is really, really crucial to that. England ain't the same system, so therefore, is he going to have the same sort of effect? Whereas we know that Rice plays in a similar system, whereas two mid, like a double pivot with a five at the back for West Ham. Mm. Um, Mount's played in that system for England already, and Southgate loves Mount. Um, so I can actually see that being a good pairing. Um, so is there anything you'd say to him? I mean, there's guys like... I wouldn't put Saka in midfield, but there's guys who can play there. Such no, as Saka, no. I, I wouldn't put Saka in centre midfield. I'm not sure he can maybe cover... You know, maybe cover that role as well as other people could. I mean, may maybe it's a little bit defensive-minded, but I would maybe go with, you know, kind of solidarity there, and I would go with um, uh, Rice. I yeah. think Rice has to be in the team. Right, Declan Rice and, is, is know, a guarantee from all of us here. I think next to him, I mean, maybe it is a little bit defensive. Um, I, I think Henderson does have to be in the team. Um, I agree what you're saying in terms of style. Alf and like you know um, we need to be real about it but in my in my opinion and this is controversial I think that Henderson should be captain for England over Kane Ooh, just okay. because, yeah, because he's a good leader, he's a good leader. Yeah, that. Henderson Henderson is a far better leader than, than Kane and Henderson doesn't necessarily lead by you know um, example and how, do, how do I word it he doesn't necessarily you know, lead by leader necessarily from playing example. You know, he doesn't lead by playing example. He's not the best player on the pitch. He doesn't score the goals. He doesn't get the assists. You know, he's not. He doesn't do. He doesn't have the same effect which Kane does. What he does have is he has you know good player management. He's a good. He's a good person. Pro. I don't fucking know him personally, but you know, he seems like someone who. Like there's no one who's ever like exactly. You know, and I think you know he is. He is a proven good leader. You know, he can, you know, he can go out there, he can lead people, you know, he can help with positional play or whatever. Um, and, you know, he does the nitty gritty stuff, which a lot of people don't notice. Um, I think he does, he gets, you know, a fair amount of stick. But to be fair to him, I think, you know, he's someone who will do a lot of the harder stuff, which maybe some of the younger or less experienced guys maybe won't do on the world stage. I think I don't think he's scared of doing that. Saying that, though. I haven't seen him play amazingly in an England shirt for a long time. No, I think he's been poor whenever he's played for England. Having said that, I think he, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Cause I hate to leave Mason Mount out because he's just been. So, I think he's been our player of the season, and he's just been unreal. I mean, he's been, in my opinion, he's up there with. I and mean, I'm not saying he's as good. On trying to make a comparison, we talk about like the young stars for England, like Foden, Saka, etc. He's up there. He's in that mm -hmm. conversation. Phil Foden, um, different gravy. My God. Yeah, yeah, of course. Listen, I think Foden's the best, but yeah, I think I think Foden as well. In terms yeah. of in terms of what I just it's so negative for me. Henderson and Rice, it's just so uninspiring. I understand it. It's, it's a very, it's a very yeah. No, but yeah. stop thinking about it. if you have Henderson and Rice um, as 
the two holding or the the two midfielders at that point. Okay. You, you, the wing backs can get further forward because they know they've got the defensive solidarity of Rice. If, we go, if we're going with Henderson and Rice, I'm going with Saka left wing back then. If we, I know we're not we're basing positions based on who the best player is, but if we're talking about our overall team, if we're going that defensive midfield, I need a more attacking wing back, personally. Um, but I, we're not changing the team. I'm just saying, if we were to do that, like we're picking it based on the best players. Best but player I'm, not, I'm just saying, like for as a concept. I would yeah, need, I would have think, to have more right. attacking wing-backs at that point. Reese James will do the job, and yeah, you'd, you'd have Saka at left wing-back going forward, 100%. Mm-hmm. I agree with that fully. Yeah, I'm not going yeah, to re- redo it, but listen, I, yeah, well, I, I, can, I can see Henderson. I, th- I think maybe it's the, it's the guy like, listen, I think Mason Mount's been so good, and I'm a massive Chelsea fan, so obviously uh, I want to put him in there, but I think I, I agree I guess I agree with you in terms of practicality, in terms of leadership. I think maybe Henderson does have to get in there because experience does count for something, especially if he comes back into the Liverpool side at the end of the year and they have a resurgence, which, you know, is completely likely as he's so important to that team. So, um, so moving on, Declan and Rice and Hendo, middle two. We're all, we're all on the same page with that. Front three. Do Right, th- th- this, is, this is the main one that I want to ask you about here. Left wing, is it Rashford, Sterling, Saka? Even what? What do you? What do you think? For me, there's only because of looking at this team, right? It's so devoid of creativity. All right, it's solid. It's solid. Mm. It's it's cool. It's all right. So devoid of creativity. It has to be Jack Grealish on the left wing for me. I know that you're miss you're 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 like missing out on people, but Jack Grealish, the, one of the best players in England, man. He's so good. It has to be him for me. And then. Oh, I know we'll go on to the right wing after. Then on the right, hopefully you have a guy who can play sort of more of an inside forward role um, to to assist Kane, sort of thing. So you stick uh, not well. I was going to say Rashford. Or, um, Rashford I mean, can't play. It's a difficult one, man. The front three is definitely the hardest. You can't play him on the right. Uh, exactly. That's the. But this is why I hate this system, right? Because it's it's not playing to the strength at all. If you look at Foden, Grealish, Mount, yeah. Sterling. I, I mean, I think I think England will probably be their strongest at a four-two-three-one. Um, yeah, you know, having having two two holding midfielders who can, you know, maybe one more defensive than the other, but maybe having one who's a box to box and can maybe create from deep and spread the play, and you know, even fullbacks who can overlap but are also defensively solid, and then two yeah, Henderson and Rice would be perfect in a forty-three-one. Exactly, you know, and then maybe you have Mount, maybe you have Foden, maybe you have, you know, uh, yeah, Mount or Foden sitting in that little pocket. Um, Behind the striker and between the wingers, you know. Um, yeah. Maybe even you can play. No, go, go, go. No, uh, no, no. Carry on, please. Carry on, please. No, no. Go, go, go. I, what I'm saying is, that what this is becoming is more like, and this is fine. Is more like a realistic prediction rather than what we'd actually pick. Because if you're looking at it, yeah, like, I mean, it, and that's and that's the, the disappointing thing because we know Southgate is going to be so negative. I don't want to just slander Southgate. Pick, time, he's going to pick either. Um, Walker at left, uh, Walker at right wing back, and Trippier at left wing back. Or he's gonna fuck it all up and play. I don't know. He's gonna play fucking Craig Dawson at fucking centre back. I don't know. Hey, this man, guy is a terrorist. But there's, there's a number of the thing is about the front three is more fluid than just picking the best players. Because mm. if you're picking it as a team, you've got to go. I think you've, you've got, got to go Sancho, with the creator on one Sterling side. Kane. 
Yeah, that's a good, that's a decent shout. Although I'd go Rashford over Sterling. I'd go Rashford over Sterling as well. Ooh, I don't know. That's about controversial. That. Though. Sterling hasn't been good this season, man. Like overall contribution and goals wise, he hasn't been there. And so, whereas Rashford has had some games where he's like, yeah, not great. He's perfect for that inside forward to support Kane, like Son does. Um, I think Son. Also, Son and Rashford, kind of, kind of. I mean, similar stylistically in terms of that, that aspect. Can we so. just all agree that Harry Kane's going down the pipeline? He's the, he's the striker that's starting for England. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. No doubt. Um, uh, we can do, we can do, we can do left wing if you want. Or, I don't really mind which one. I mean. Left wing, you either go Rashford or Grealish at that point, depending on what you what you want. Um, I don't. Want, I listen, I love Sterling. I, I really, I really, really rate Sterling. But I don't think he gets in the team based on form compared to who he's going up against. Like um, Grealish has been better, and I think he is the better player. Um, and then Sterling. Uh, I mean, sorry, Rashford. I think he's been better as well. It's so, it's so difficult because there's not enough creativity in this team, and that's ultimately going to be the problem. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I mean, yeah. I think you go Grealish on the left. You know, I mean, I didn't say him at the start, but I think. I think because of because of how the team has gone, I think Grealish is probably the oh, probably the only option. That um, said, another thing is like he ain't getting picked. <laughs> you don't like that. Um, fucking Southgate does not like Grealish at all. Yeah. Um. Because he's but, a Love Island reject. Yeah, Allegedly. Um, yeah I, d- I don't know. I don't know, man. I think, to be fair, what you did say about Sancho, Derlin, Kane, it does make sense, but I'll go with Rashford over Kane. But it's just, there's so many people you're missing Rashford out Rashford over Kane? Rashford over, sorry, Rashford over Sterling, my bad, my fault. Well, I was going to say, Rashford through the middle, yeah, I'm not watching any nah, of the nah, fucking nah, Euros. Nah, this, you know what? I'm looking back at this team, and even though there's, I like the players and the individual positions is what they do. The sum of the parts stinks <laughs> because of the formation. Yeah, no, the, yeah, that, that's it's, the thing. It's the formation which I don't think can fucking work unless you've got, be fucked. you know. Yeah. You need like a elite creator, which I guess Grealish is, which I think a left wing has to be Grealish in my opinion. Should we settle on that? Yeah, what we can settle saying? on that. And then we should just do 100%. If, because the, looking at the team, as you said, there's no creativity there. Like we lack it completely. So Grealish yeah. has to be because on of that. Because of how the team has gone, you know, up to this point, but then Grealish then, makes the most sense. I, would, I mean, right, I'm though. a Sterling guy, but... I think, you know, well, I think you could arguably play Sterling on the right then. And then have him make him runs in behind with with Kane dropping. Kind in. of, you probably could, but I mean, I think that would work best in the system because you need a guy who's going to score goals if you're going with Grealish on the left. I mean, I, I think Sterling's idea. probably better on the right, anyways. But I mean, because of yeah, because of you, you need a guy who can maybe link up with with Kane, you know, um, more centrally than out wide. I mean, I think Sancho. He's a creator, though, Sancho, isn't he? He's. He, I mean, he's, he's creative. He can. I was going to say. Finish, I don't. I don't watch Sancho. Kind of. His primary. His primary thing is to create. Goals. I mean, is to create. I feel like if you have Grealish and Sancho on the wings here, then you've got creativity going forward. Not shitloads of it, but you've got enough to suffice and win games. And then you've also got Harry Kane, who's an elite finisher, arguably the best striker can, in the world. Can also create for himself. Who can create? For I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But what I'm thinking is like the front three. If 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 it's if it, if we're going with Kane, Sancho, Grealish, right? 
Kane's listen. What Kane's been elite at this season, and he's obviously an elite number nine as it is. But he's been great at dropping into space and finding a runner in behind. Who's the that, runner really? The Sancho ain't yeah, quick he like can. But that's the problem. I mean, Sancho and Grealish. I mean, d- besides not being you know quick. The system won't suit them to actually run in behind. You'll have wing backs running in behind, so you'll you'll have potentially sure. Luke Shaw and Reese James, you know, because but that's uh, yeah. It's, the it's, midfield, the midfield is going to have to. I mean, it's not a midfield who can press higher. It's not a midfield who can play higher because you know they're not attacking players. They don't have the problem, the problem is the attacking outlets limits. necessarily. The system limits it so much, but ultimately, I think instead of picking the best player in each position, we have to pick a functional front three. You need someone who's going to score goals from a wide position, a creator at a wide position, then Kane. I'm in my opinion, but I, you you lock him. No, but if you do, if you're thinking of that, then from a scoring goals from a wide position, you you have to go Sterling. I feel like because you've got Jack Grealish as the creator, and then Kane down the middle doing what he does best. So I, yeah. feel like I know it's not as black and white as that, but but no, yeah. I, I know, I know what you're would saying. You, like would you have, have the winger as you know, as as a player who does link up with Kane, or would you the right wing? Would you have him as a player who does link up with Kane, or maybe you know? I feel like you have to. Um, I feel like you have a, to have a, a creative Kane, kind of winger, someone who can cut in and and maybe score, or someone who can create from out wide as well, or invert. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. That's the because you, I, I want an all around player. Um, if you're picking the best player, if the right wing, in my opinion, it's not Sterling. No. But if you're picking an overall system, it's got to be Sterling, which is what we've basically got to now. Yeah. But then again, you don't know. I feel like replacing Rice or Hendo with a more attacking midfielder who's more creative, like Mason Mount, then frees you up to pick. Um, Rashford, Kane, Sancho. Because then you've got someone creative in the middle of the park. Sancho's on the right, who's creative as well. The runner being Rashford, and then Kane through the middle. Um, yeah, but then there's, you know what? I I really like that front three, but what I will say is that we're not talking about the guys we're missing out. Guys like Foden, yeah. uh, Saka. I mean, that's, Saka is so good. That's the thing. Like, I don't James think Madison. that they... I Madison is so good, yeah. Of, uh, maybe, maybe even Madison's more suited to play in a central role than Mount is, you could argue. Yeah. Good point. I, I, I mean, maybe maybe him and Mount are very similar, but maybe he is that type of player who you could play in centre midfield. It's, t- it's so tough. Should we we have we have to we have to have a final verdict for the front three though? So it's Kane, it's mm-hmm. Grealish, and if you no, know, if you're going Kane and Grealish, I feel like you have to go Sterling. Yeah. But then, if obviously, if you're putting a more attacking midfielder in, then you go Rashford, Kane, Sancho. As a front you know what the problem I found is uh, I've mentioned this before I'm looking at the team and it's not good <laughs> no, no it's, it's, it's actually it's not because of the system that's not. the thing the but bench is probably bench maybe looks a little bit better like in terms yeah. of players who are in form right now yeah I, I just it's, it's, it's so tough because yeah it's, it's I mean to be fair it's a, it's a good it's actually like you know Say it's good for Southgate. I mean, nothing is good for that fucking guy. He's going to sub on fucking, I don't know, some bum, like, in the fucking 80th minute when we need goals. The biggest thing that stands out to me is there's not enough creativity. No. If you put a a sacker on the left wing back or you put a mountain midfield, but he won't do that. That's the problem. He won't do that. I don't think he trusts the younger players yet. I honestly don't. He trusts Mount. But that, that's yeah, well, shall I mean, we come to a verdict no. then for this front three? Because I'm starting to get a headache from 
figuring out yeah. different things to do with this. So if yeah. we stick with what we've got at the moment, as we've gone through yeah. bit by bit, and then we have Jack Grealish on the left as the creative, the creative player on the side, Kane mm. down the middle, and then on the right, just got Raheem Sterling. I mean, that's a good. That's a really good front three. Is it the best England front three? No. May maybe not. I think that is a really probably, good. Front probably three. not. Yeah. The the best front three, in my opinion, is as I've said a million times. My bad is Rashford, Kane, and then Sancho. Yeah, I just for me, Jack Grealish. Rashford. Is, yeah, yeah. Rush from the left. But oh, then he's not better than Jack Grealish. That's the problem. You need to find balance in the front three. But then, oh, no, but then, you, but then you don't have the, the wheel, best. The, the best left-sided players England have got. Well, I say that, but Sterling's way better on the right. But um, I think this front uh, three is good. Gre Sterling, and Sterling is really good as a front three. I yeah, think. you're saying that you feel like Grealish should start over him, but then if you've got Sancho on the right, who I think is really good, or from what I've seen is been good then you can't have Grealish because then again you run into the problem of you've got nobody running in behind for Kane to pick out and stuff like that like from when he drops deep so then you yeah, need I someone that's fine this team is, as, a, as a function will I could easily you know what this is the biggest indictment I can say on this team is I could easily see Southgate going with this mm. oh man that's tough but no I think I think that's the team so we got we got Pope Maguire Stones Walker Luke Shaw, Reese James, Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson, Jack Grealish, Kane, and Sterling. You know what? I'm looking at that team, right? I know I've just said it's not that good. I'd feel so much better about that if, if, and I know we've decided on it now, so we'll stick with that. I'd feel so much better if Mount was in there over Henderson. But I, I, I think that's a really good team. Yeah, but you say that, but then I'd also feel better. I'd also feel better if we played this formation with, as you said, Saka at left back or. And then yeah. moving Luke Shaw into left centre back, but then I mean, to replace Kyle Walker. Yeah. But even then, I, I don't care because I don't, I don't go for England, so I don't give a shit. But I mean, <laughs> you man enjoy, you man enjoy the Euros, innit? Well, yeah, good luck. Australia aren't going to win it, mates. Well done, you. Well, I'm, I'm going <laughs> for fucking Portugal. Fuck off, Ronaldo fanboy. Yeah, I'm Portuguese. Um, what? Right. No, um, you're, you're, you're chatting. Are you man? Shit. Wait, are you man serious? No, you're lying. Nah, but yeah, that team's that's a good team. I'm, I don't like Henderson in there. I don't necessarily love Shaw at wing back, although he's, he's been so good this year. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's I think that's a, a, a pretty decent team. But then the problem is you're always going to have guys in there like fucking Southgate staples who just aren't good enough, in my opinion. But yeah, I reckon that's what we're going with. I mean, th th this isn't like if you were going off current form and stuff. Obviously. Henderson wouldn't be in there, I don't think. Yeah. Um, Kyle Walker wouldn't be in there as well, I don't think. Nah, but there's so there's there's so many problems. You could easily put like guys like Tyrone Mings in there. There's so many um, there's so many different tangibles. But to be fair, Stones and Maguire are playing really well at the moment. So it's it's not a terrible team. Yeah. It's just I don't like Southgate in his system. We, unfortunately, we've had to adhere to that. But yeah. Right. Well, this has been a fucking barn burner of a podcast, hasn't it? Gone through. No, I think it's been good. You know, we've waffled about England for far too long, but I think uh, it'll be interesting. To, it's, it's an interesting debate for sure, and I'm sure, like, because we've gone through it one by one, rather than thinking about the entire like team and whatever, there's always going to be like room for discussion in terms of oh, what about this do you know guy? What I think and there's, there's bound to be someone we've completely forgotten do you know about. What by I way. think so we should please, do next week. So, drop us a message on socials at hado podcast on um, either Twitter or Instagram, and we've. Big announcement, by the way. We've now got a TikTok. Yay! 
Cue mm. on the boys. Um, shout out for that. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen. If, if if there's anyone listening with any suggestions, might put a little um, question up on Instagram. Um, what's England's you know best lineup for the for the uh, for the Euros um, just tonight? And then we'll, when we release it, everyone can have a listen. I'm, I'm, I'm listen. I'm pretty happy with that team. I'm happy with the discussion as well because it will be it'll be pretty interesting to see how, where he goes with it. Can I just say quickly, right? From what you've said here, I feel like next week we should all come with our starting eleven for England, um, within a system that we'd use. Not what do we just do? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like throws Ralph Southgate out the window, but we all come with our own systems if we were the ones doing yeah. it and just go, ignore Gareth Southgate. Because we're all going to have different opinions on who should start and who should do what. And mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I, f- I wouldn't mind that. that. I, don't, I don't. I'm not. By the way, I don't hate the idea of a three, a five at the back. I just don't like the way he plays it. So um, yeah, yeah nah, for could, sure. For sure, I, I reckon that's a decent idea, and we'll come with that prepared, so we don't have to speak about it for ages. Nah, exactly. Yeah. Nah, but this was a, this is a fun one, man. I enjoy this this sort of discussion. We should do this sort of shit more. Um, shout out to Tom for the idea, man. He's always yeah, he's always on the back. Um, yeah, man. We should always do some more some more football debate. And like the French maybe other sports. Uh, speaking about the French team that they'd start would be a good one. I feel like because you've got so many different nuts options to pick from. But we have a massive French fan base, you know, so that'll be cool. Yep. Fuck off, maybe. I don't know. No, I'm not, <laughs> I wasn't being sarcastic. <laughs> huge. Um, I don't even know any massive French people, but yeah. Ollie G, he's quite big. Yeah, I don't know him personally, but I wish I did, man. All right, well, I think we're going to end the podcast here. It's been great fun. Um, yeah. And I'll say bye, both of you. Oh, that was a bit awkward. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. See you later. Goodbye, everyone, and peace. Follow the socials, get out of the last episode. You know the drill. Goodbye. Suck my dick.